Welcome to the Ether. Today is Monday, December 12th, 2022. Today on the Ether, the Owlies NFT community call. Let's take a listen. All right. Hey, everybody. Thanks for coming out. I really appreciate it. I uh, just wanted to uh, start off with um, this space is kind of going over the phone and um, everything that it entails. If you haven't noticed already, you have uh, some special goodies in your wallet, depending on how many watchers you were holding. Uh, we dropped the potions, and i um, really excited about that. That was a long time coming. Uh, we've talked about it for a while, and it's it's an exciting moment and an exciting step forward into the, 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 the storyline and the path forward for the watchers collection as a whole. So really, really pumped. Um, uh, if you've gotten one of those, if you if you were on the Omniflix chain and you hold a watcher there, make sure you check your Stars wallet, not your Omniflix wallet. We did the entire potion drop uh, for the Fallen Potions on Stargaze, so we did not split them between the chains. So if you think you're missing one, just go check there and you'll be able to see um, that you were you were dropped. We we went ahead and used the December first snapshot and uh, dropped to everyone who was uh, holding at that moment in time, uh, just to simplify things and and allow it also minted during the sale and in between the snapshots to uh, be able to get one of these potions. We wanted to get them out uh, and distribute it as far and wide as possible to give everyone an opportunity to join in on this collection. Um, the Fallen are incredibly awesome, and they look really cool, uh, but they have an amazing story that will continue to unfold um, as we go along, especially um, once we get into the Gen 3, Gen 4, and, and, and beyond. They will, you know, the story will go from uh, where it is now, 100 years in the future, to, uh, you know, say 10,000 years, 11, 12,000 years, plus uh way back, way back in time, uh, maybe beyond that. So, um, and then we'll begin to tell those, those early stories there, uh, as the watchers, uh, and, and what happened there. And for anyone tuning in who isn't familiar with what these potions are and what the fallen is, just to give you an idea, the watchers are, um, these spiritual beings that have, uh, watched over, um, all of, uh, all of the outlies on earth, and have, um, uh, as as we are in the uh, about a hundred years in the future, they have intervened and uh, woken up one of the very first alleys that is connected in and plugged into the system, um, and start and sparked the disconnected movement, um, and that is uh, part of the Gen Two collection story as well. And so as that comes out too, we, we're right now currently in Gen One. Um, and we'll continue to work towards telling the storyline in there as well. Um, but the so the watchers have a pretty big role um, in current times that we're in, um, but also has uh, uh, quite a bit of uh, 
quite a bit of their their story uh, transcends into so many different areas um, in the Aldiverse um, and and how they affect things. And so these Watchers, um, there were one third of the Watchers went to war and they rebelled against the Cosmic Order uh, with the desire to be rulers and make their own destiny. They made war against the Watchers and lost. These Watchers were no longer welcome in the cosmos, but became outcasts, cast down into the earthly realm. These Watchers were torn from all they knew and fueled with desire and jealousy of all the Owlies have on Earth. No longer were they known as the Watchers, but now as the Fallen. And so if you were holding uh, a Watcher, you've got airdropped a one-to-one drop of one of these Fallen and uh, uh, potions to be able to have the opportunity to turn any of your watchers into a fallen. So this is a really cool opportunity as well as, um, you know, a lot of people have, say, if you've minted a common, a more common, a less rare, uh, lower stat uh, watcher, and you want to have an opportunity to do something different, something special with it, this gives you an opportunity to burn that watcher and burn the potion through our upcoming DAP release. Um, so you'll do this all in-house there. And... Um, you will, you will, uh, sorry, I keep getting texts coming through. Uh, I don't know if that ding's coming through too. Um, but you'll, you'll burn both of those and you'll be able to mint a fallen watcher. Uh, so <clears throat> once you have that, you'll be able to see some of the interesting, uh, things that are part of that collection that we're not going to reveal, uh, just yet. We, we want that to be a surprise. So we, we have to leave some things to mystery. We do a lot of reveals. We, we let, um, a lot of things uh, in the back end on what we're doing, uh, you know, be seen. But there are certain things that we definitely, as we continue to do this, we, we want you guys to have some surprises. So um, there will definitely be, um, for everyone involved, will be very surprised at some of the things they see as far as uh, the Watchers collections when you start looking at the metadata and how that'll interact uh, in the future with the game and everything else. So it's actually really cool and you'll 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 want to have the Fallen regardless because of some of those metrics that are involved. And then, of course, what's even really cool uh, is that these Fallen do earn more Stardust as well. So um, they earn about a third more Stardust than the Watcher collections do. Um, but at the same time, these Watchers have lost all the benefits um, that the um, the actual uh, Watchers have too. So, you know, but they can still be staked to earn Stardust. So once you, you know, at this point, staking will be live when the Mint uh, for the Fallen happens too. So you'll be able to immediately burn and go and uh, take your Fallen that you just minted and immediately start earning Stardust on it, which is awesome. Um, and <clears throat> one of the one of the things too that um, I think is is really cool about these that's different about the, the Watchers is just that um, there will be, I guess I'll say this here, is there, there may potentially be some breeding mechanisms uh, that actually happen. Um, so that'll be very interesting um, as these collections come unfold, but I, I can't reveal too much more there. Um, and then, of course, um, if you're all up to speed now at this point with what it is, there's potions, uh, they're on the Stargaze blockchain. Um, the upcoming ONFT DAP uh, should be released and dropping here within the next week, but definitely we will have staking live before Christmas. Um, always, some things always seem to always take a little bit longer than you think they will on the back end, as far as getting things plugged in and and getting cleaned up on the on the UI side as well. There's a there's a few uh, finishing polishing touches that we've got to do there, but 
other than that, everything's going really well um, on the on the DAP front, um, and that'll be the first. Some of the first things that you can do on the DAP will be um, you'll be able to mint watchers uh, directly from our DAP um, uh, and be able to view them in your wallet, um, and also be able to immediately take them to the staking page and stake your watchers. You'll also be able to come in and uh, regularly claim uh, your Stardust earnings as well. Um, and then there's some other mechanics and things like that that we're working in um, that are really cool too. Uh, one of those is uh, the upcoming egg drop um, with the pets as well. Those will have some pretty incredible and very powerful uh, boosts uh, for staking um, that are are going to be integrated into the system too. So being able to um, actually raise your pet and hatch it um, and grow it um, will continue to give you uh, increased benefits within everything. And I'll, so much of that revolves being able to earn more Stardust um, and being able to earn the, fur, the full ba base rate of your Stardust for your Fallen or for your Watcher will very much heavily rely on these pets um, and the status they are. So having a pet egg and staking it with your Watcher or your um, with your Fallen is going to weigh heavily on the amount of Stardust that you're able to earn. Um, so that's a big aspect of what we've added, um, but it tremendously has the ability to boost it more um, than any rate we've revealed as of yet. Um, so more details of that will will come out. Um, and when the DAP goes live, we do have those pages explaining a lot of that. Um, they should be ready and they should be clickable so you'll be able to learn more about it. And we'll, of course, we'll do another spaces specifically about the pets um, and what they're going to be and um, and how they'll interact with the different uh, me mechanics, uh, mechanisms, and everything like that within it, but they're they're going to be a lot of fun. Um, but they are they are very much a part of you know participating in the ecosystem. Um, you know, if you just want to buy a watcher, or if you want to buy, uh, if you want to get mint a fallen, or hold a fallen, or buy it on secondary, and that's all you want to do, you just want to hold it long term. That's fine, or you can stake that. You know, but you uh, to really get the full benefits of of the amount of staking that you have rewards that you can be earning, um, uh, and everything else, it's it's going to definitely require. And the egg drops are free um, to to the amount that are minted. There'll still be a lot of eggs left uh, that will be able to be gotten later down the road. Um, but these, um, the initially um, because of the mint is not minted out fully, um, there will only be. I think roughly around a third of the eggs available at first, um, and then the rest will be withheld and um, made available at a later time. So that'll um, that that'll also have different metrics on how we we um, release other eggs in the future as the mint continues. Um, so uh, with these, though, it you know it's very much you know when you're uh, LPing your Stardust and your branch tokens and your O tokens and things like that. Um, you know, the ability for us to drop uh, special serums and treats and things like that to actually help you um, nurture the egg, um, you know, keep it happy, keep your pet happy, are all going to be intertwined with being able to LP um, and and help the, uh, the, the ecosystem be a thriving ecosystem, but also being um, heavily rewarded for participating in the gamification of everything that we're building. Um, and of course, the more Stardust you have, you know, that is the the fuel for everything that we're building. So it really is like this is such an amazing opportunity right now to get a watcher to to stack your watchers so that you can start staking and earning, um, you know, making sure you're getting your pets and things like that, too, because 
those are the things that, um, you know, when it comes to the Owlies game, Stardust plays such an enormous role because the more you LP, right, the more branch tokens you're going to earn. That allows you to upgrade all your Owlies from hatching them all the way up to Wizard, right? At the same time, um, being able to take that Stardust and mint different wearables as well, um, it plays another huge role in all of this too. And so being able to upgrade those wearables from common all the way to legendary uh, plays a huge role. And then you have the ONFT ecosystem and all the incredible projects and the mints and things like that that we have coming up. You know, the Stardust token has all of those use cases within those ecosystems, uh, being able to mint them with Stardust, but also uh, the different uh, things that we'll come out with that'll have different gamifications behind them. And of course, eventually things like uh, real world merch and other things like that, we all want to make them all, um, you know, give as, as much utility to Stardust as possible. And I think with already, just with having the Alleys game, there's a tremendous amount of utility behind what Stardust is and what it can do. Um, but then when you bring the entire ONFT ecosystem in, in, into it all, this is just such a powerful token that you've not really seen uh, in the NFT ecosystem as of yet, um, you know, especially as we build out even where we were expanding kind of our original vision and, and offering a uh, kind of our own UI UX experience, um, you know, like a terminal in a way uh, to other blockchains and NFT marketplaces in, in, in as a hub. Uh, in one place. And that gives us the ability to have our own, um, just like Stargaze and other blockchains have a launch pad and launch projects through it and feature them. Um, you know, we'll be able to outside projects that come in uh, who want to be featured on our site, you know, as this, um, as, as the, as you guys decide to use this, um, the DAP for kind of an all-in-one encompassing where you can, you know, interact with, all your favorite NFT ecosystems in one place, I think is a, is a, is a huge benefit uh, because, you know, you get to come in and you can play the, the Alley's game and, and build your wearables out, um, manage everything in one place. And at the same time, um, have a full robust marketplace um, where you can trade and upgrade and, and swap wearables too, because some of these are, they're blind mints, right? So if you have a collection of eight wearables uh, in a set, right, you have your sword, your backpack, Say your your face gear, uh, your your boots, um, your uh, your belt, and things like that, and all these add different stats. You know, if you keep for some reason keep getting a lot of belts or headgear, you're going to want. That's what's going to be great about the trading ecosystem, right? Is is being able to easily take those and swap with and and trade with someone else. Uh, you know, sell yours and buy ones um, that are uh, the ones that you need, so you can stack those up from common and and mint them all the way to legendary, right? So. We want to create, um, you know, continuing to create a, a robust experience that also makes things like that really easy. And, you know, one of the things we'll also be doing, too, is we're not going to put a high, there won't be a 10% or something crazy like that, um, uh, royalties on uh, all the items for the wearables. You know, they'll be um, max 5% and most likely there'll be more around 3% trading fees. So we want to keep those really low because we want to encourage you guys to not have to, you know, sit here and try to find other ways to, to do, to do things where it still benefits the project. Um, and there's, and there's that, that coming in to continue the growth. Um, but we also, you know, continually have that, um, that, you know, ability for you guys to easily, um, go back and forth with, you know, getting the tools that you need to get your alleys as customized as you want them to be customized. So we don't, we want to create as little barrier as possible when it comes to all of that. You know, the big barrier really is just stacking your watchers, right? Stacking your watchers, stacking your fallen, 
so that you can earn as much Stardust. Once you have a lot of Stardust coming in, it really opens a lot of doors to do a lot without having to spend a lot more, right? Especially once the Stardust token is tradable, um, you know, if you're LPing and things like that, when packs come out and everything else, you'll be able to either purchase them directly with Stardust or you'll you'll swap depending on which chain they're on and how that all unfolds. Uh, some of that's still kind of unseen on, on how that'll go, but just that ability to, to take your Stardust token and utilize it in all these different aspects and really just encouraging to just the idea that this is our ecosystem, this is our tokens, you know, that that we want to we want to work as hard that when you're earning these that you keep them here you know that we create a healthy robust uh token that people want to come and be a part of because it benefits all of us the more users we have the more you know this is a dao this is community project you know this isn't some corporation that's um you know offshore somewhere making a you know and and getting it off to their shareholders you are the shareholders so not only do you by stacking a watcher do you earn the token that powers it but you're also the more that you are loyal to the ecosystem, the more that you're loyal to the tokenomics, to to putting into the Stardust and 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 participating, the more it thrives itself, right? And you're the their shareholders, right? So you're the one. So the if you're here just to come and farm and dump, right, then you're only hurting your own shares in the ecosystem itself, right? So the more we encourage that kind of like healthy behavior um, in our ecosystem, the, the I think the the healthier it will be growing our tokenomics and growing our ecosystem because it's really going to, I think if this can play out where best case and even middle case scenario where we hope it would, um, I really feel like we have a good, we have a good play at a good long-term healthy ecosystem um, that will continue to grow and onboard users. And the way that we've designed the alleys game, right? It's not this elitist um, only 10,000, of one type of thing and then that's it kind of thing right like the way the eggs are designed with common you know you can't upgrade them to legendary so the goal is to have a you know the common there will be so many more than legendary um you know but the goal too is like there if there are people who you can only get common and build an entire common deck i love the idea of i've seen this in other ecosystems too where you know you have like um you know where you can even have like like an uncommon common type decks that people could even build out um and a full set of wearables everything all of that and if the entire deck meets those standards then you'll be able to go play pvp matches with other people that have the same um level of deck right because not everyone's going to be able to have a full legendary deck either that's not going to be the the easiest thing to get right but the goal is that you know there can still be 50,000 people at some point playing with common decks if they want to, right? But then they also can still get uh, other good wearables and things like that to upgrade them. So we want to we want to make this as as um, you know robust as an ecosystem as possible for for anyone to be able to come in, but also of course make it to where um, the people who are here are continually being rewarded with um, with an ecosystem that that um, that serves them best too, you know. And so I think by doing this, it really gives us that opportunity. Which I think, as these big corporations and these big IPs come in, they're not going to do these small mints, right? They're going to be doing the same thing that we're kind of already doing too. Um, and so we're we're our game plan and our our roadmap here very much match. I think the the long term vision of where NFTs and gamification and all of this is going. And all these kind of collectibilities, you know, it it will be, um, 
it will change. This landscape is very much going to change. You know, I think the 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 gambling and the degen side of things. You know, you're always going to have aspects of that, but this casino mentality and all these, you know, these tiny things, these tiny mints that go on, or this. Uh, just the kind of culture that's been created, it's going to evolve as the big players come in, the big brands come in, um, you know, and just as as the space evolves and the technology evolves. And I think everything that we're doing is in line with what what is like realistic in real world. And I think in a digital in a digital realm to be successful. And but again, it's so much of this. It all revolves around all of us, um, you know, spreading the word as as much as we can. You know, as, as helping to educate people, going out into, um, you know, other communities and, and, and reaching out and letting them know what we're doing, because it's very inclusive in, in so much of what we've built. Um, and the barrier of entry is so much easier now uh, than it was before to get some of these things to get in. Um, and that's one of the things, too, that we've we've done that's really special, right, with the, the Bad Kids badges being the first one. Um, and then also having these other collections, like eventually we'll have the Ali's voxels through time, um, you know, and we'll have like DJ and Dragoons. We'll have the um, the tri- Tribby Cat Gang and all those kind of collections going out. Being able to earn Stardust too, not a crazy amount like what the Watchers and the Fallen do. Those are also onboarding tools. Like if you're not necess- if you feel like you missed out on one thing, it still gives someone a barrier of entry into our ecosystem and wanting to be able to participate and um, a sub ecosystem that they can want to participate and build with. Um, but then also the 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 uh, the interchain badges really give an awesome opportunity um, for other communities to be able to earn a little bit of stardust um, and get have a reason to get familiar with us, right? Um, because this whole space and NFTs and everything else is just so vast uh, and so enormous, and it's easy to fall through the cracks. And you know anything that we can do that is a, an original idea of like onboarding tools, you know. And and so far, I think um, you know we haven't had stake income live, so we don't have any metrics yet on. Um, how many of these uh, bad kid badges will actually be staked and how many of them are just people don't know they're in their wallet. Um, but so far, the floor price is like, I think, 12, 1,200 stars, um, which is pretty awesome because that means that people already respect them enough not to dump them for for nothing. Um, and I think that that is, says a lot about them and, you know, about the art. You know, we're always like, even with the potions, I heard a lot of y'all comment as well just the amount of art um, and thought process, uh, thoughtfulness that went into um, putting these potions out that are just meant to be burned. Um, I do think there'll be a few hoarders that almost certainly just want to hold on to them for collectability. Um, you know, we may never see um, the 2,963 watchers that can turn, you know, into fallen happen um, because of that too. But I've also seen it with other ecosystems where sometimes holding on to some of these can be, uh, its own kind of proposition value prop too. So, you know, it, it's very interesting to see how this will all unfold in the end, um, especially once staking goes live, once the DAP is live, and then a lot of these tools and the gamification begins. Um, I think it's just, even though it's like, you know, okay, well, this mint was the end of May, you know, it's still open six months. I don't see a problem with that still because we have to stop thinking about this cookie cutter mentality of every NFT project has to function like the ones that we know. We don't have to function like anyone else in this space that they do any, we don't have to do what they do. We don't have to do it like that. You know, if you, you know, if, if you, in the real world, if you come out and you sell your cards at a bunch of stores, right, they sit there until they sell. Um, I don't see an issue with us um, other than the idea of right of funding and things like that. where you know, that's the, that's like the biggest value prop, right? And there's a lot of things that we 
could be doing right now if the mint was fully minted out. But we still can be innovative and creative on um, making sure that there is still a healthy roadmap, no matter if this bear market goes on for a year or two years and we don't mint out on this collection. You know, and the fact that we have things like the monster boxes and the and the packs for the alleys game coming out here for that to be able to participate in the game. So um, I know that we'll have some raising there as well to continue building towards the things that we want to do. Right. Because so much of the original roadmap is is very close to being completed. But we always want to keep building. We always want to keep growing. And so that's where like the metaverse side of things come to. I'm really looking forward uh, to getting to that point. I know a lot of, of you are as well to being able to use these cards. It's, but it's also going to take time to build these decks out. Right. And to get them how we want them. And, and, and I think there's going to be some people who probably rush through and just to put it on marketplace. But I think a lot of people are going to be really thoughtful and careful on how they spend their stardust on these different things and how they build uh out their collections because there's going to be a lot of unseen strategies at first as well. And I think once we start playing, even people will go back <laughs> and they'll want to build another type of deck. Right. And I think that's, what's going to make it more, uh, continue to make it a lot of fun um, with all of this is to be able to do things like that. And again, that's the idea of like, you don't just get one set of something and then that's the end of it. You know, there's more to this continually more to this and and in a good way because you again if you're you're here and you're getting one of these nfts especially now um you know the ability to earn stardust is tremendous and um you know and the benefits are just gonna continue to grow as all this unveils i think um unless anyone has any questions let me check the discord see if anybody put anything in here um let's see we've got one from Mark. Um, if I want to turn my watcher, should I hold off staking those when staking goes live? Um, will it be locked? And uh, so I can't turn it into the phone. That's a great question. I was actually just talking about to the developer um, last night about this. And, you know, that's one thing we haven't fully made a um, a decision on is if there will be a um, staking lockup period. And um, so, you know, that's one thing we can talk about with the community and have an open discussion about, you know, what we think is healthy um, and what will work best, um, you know, because there are different benefits to different reasons why you would, why you would either say instant uh, being able to instantly unstake or say you want to add uh, make, maybe do seven days or 14 days on unstaking period. And there can even be benefits, um, built into those things as well um, if you're doing that too. Um, you know, the the goal for all of this, right, is is not to I think the benefit of the of regardless of staking as a whole, regardless, is it helps to pull uh, NFTs off the marketplace and incre and and increase the desire for people to mint. Um, right now we're actually only 200 stars away from the mint price on the floor, which is pretty amazing uh, while, while we have this sale going on to the end of the year. Um, but, um, you know, that's not why we're, you know, a lot of projects, the only reason they have staking is for that specific reason. It's, that is the, the reason, right? It's just to, to help the price, price go up. Um, that's not why we're have staking. The staking powers an entire game, an entire, uh, you know, future metaverse and uh, the ability to do everything we've just been talking about, right? So there's, there's actual a real reason to stake in our ecosystem whereas others there's not necessarily a reason to do that so um i think that uh we will we will have a, a set answer on that soon 
but we don't have one yet um, because I really do want to weigh out the reasons why we wouldn't wouldn't um, a little bit further um, because it is a decision, right? It's a good decision that you know if you need that liquidity, being able to e- easily pull it out, but also um, you know having other reasons why you would want that locked up. Um, well, other than that, I don't know if there's uh, anyone else that wants to come up and ask a question or if you want to be in our Discord in the general chat. Uh, I'm also there as well, and I can answer any questions anyone has. Um, if not, I'll go ahead and wrap up this call. Like I said, I didn't want to uh, draw this on too long. You know, we've been going for about 30 minutes now. Um, and it was just like a, just kind of a follow-up on the the Fallen you know, if anyone didn't know the storyline, if uh, they didn't understand what the potion was or if they wanted to learn a little bit more, just trying to find uh, as many ways as possible to health, uh, healthfully, you know, in a good way, communicate uh, broadly um, on all the different platforms. I know a lot of people continue to say, you know, they don't uh, they don't like Discord. They only do Twitter. But then funny enough, some of those same people are like, hey, what is this? Because they're not paying attention to our Twitter. <laughs> so please, you know, click, uh, you know, uh, what is it? The all alerts button so that you get the. Uh, alerts uh, uh, for whenever we send out a text to that that'll also help you keep up to date on everything because most of the texts that we put put out uh, or twitter uh, tweets that we put out you know are are purposeful and they're not just uh, filler tweets so let's see we have someone else who says i have two watchers and intend to keep one and mint one fallen is this enough for uh, earning stardust or do uh, do you need more for what is coming? That's up to you. It really depends on how much you want to participate and how fast you want to run through some of these things, right? Because the more stardust that you're earning, uh, that gives you the the ability to to mint wearables a lot faster and upgrade them a lot faster. Because some of these things too, um, there may be only the capability of like 25 or 50 legendary sets, which limits how many uh, wearables there'll be as a whole in general. Right. And I think most people are going to at least go to rare. Right. Because that doesn't cost nearly as much as it does because it takes 16 common uh, wearables uh, to mint um, a legendary item of that specific item. Right. So if you're minting um, an epic, it takes half of that. So it takes eight. Right. And if you want a rare, it takes four. So I think a lot of people may opt into to rare, and a lot of people I think uh, also will want to look at epic too. Um, so legendary is going to be the harder one to shoot for. So if you are limited on um, your earning and you only have two watchers, it just means that it'll take longer. And sometimes, you know, if you're saving up, you might miss out on certain collections because they minted out um, before you were able to get to say if you wanted to get a full legendary. So some of these people will be able to take uh, advantage of that. Uh, sooner than others but that's not all of the sets right not all sets will be that way but there will be some more limited sets and then there'll be more broader sets um that'll be available as well that'll have uh, a lot more legendary uh, the ability to get to legendaries because there'll be like full sets that come out um that are kind of built to pair with each other and that you can still pull and customize with other sets and then there'll be sets that are just um, like a sword or just a backpack. Um, and there'll be eight different types um, that you can possibly mint and then upgrade from that set too. So um, it is interesting for sure on how this will all work. Um, but the the more starters you have just means the more you'll be able to take part. Because if you're just here for the Owies game, then um, you know two watchers might be enough for you for what you're trying to build. You know Because you're going to want about 10 characters to uh, 8 to 10 characters for a full deck, right? So and that's if that's one type of deck that you might want to build, right? But you might want to build a full cosmic slash wisdom um, weighted deck as well, right? And so if you have that, then you want the ability to do those things too. So 
now is just the best opportunity to to get in um, and stack as many watchers as you can so that when this happens, you'll be able to take advantage of that. Because again, you have to remember to even upgrade your alleys. You have to stake, um, you have to LP your Stardust, right, to be able to, to earn the branch token. Um, so there's a lot of elements to it there as well that you're going to want to be able to partake in. Um, and then, in, you know, again, you have the ONFT ecosystem and all the collections that we're coming out with there. So just the more startups you have, the more you can do um, in the ecosystem, for sure. You know, we're trying to build out as much. It's it definitely, um, you know, as we start this out, it, it feels a bit more complex. But as the system grows, as there's more startups on the market um, for people to to be able to buy from uh, and swap for, from other tokens and and come in it'll be um it'll be easier down the road at the beginning it will be rougher but that's why we're also going to come out with some limited collections to reward the people who are really here and who's decided to stack stake and earn uh so that they can they can get some really cool sets at the beginning as well for being here um, but that doesn't mean that we're going to wait them so you know so incredible that they'll be able to smash anyone that ever comes in because that would destroy the fun of the game Right. But there'll definitely be some very special sets. Right. And that's where the collectability comes in with all of this. That's why the badges are so cool, too, because you could have the same. Someone could build the same exact um, character as you and get the same like stats and everything. But they could have, you know, a cool like one of the original bad kids badges or one of the season one um, final badges. Right. Those those, um, you know, uh, not just the boost in them, but they they also have just the collectability in them because they're rare. So I think that's what makes all of this really special, too, is that, you know, there's just collectability in every element that, you know, we're not even thinking about right now. But people will absolutely be thinking about when they come in later uh, uh, about some of these things, too. So, uh, you know, there's there's all sorts of strategies you can do here. Um, the barrier entry is, hey, one watcher is, is going to get you earning and being able to allow you to participate. You know, it's just a matter. Everyone has their gameplay and the way that they like to um, to be right. And some people like to go full throttle um, and some people like to just play it casually. Right. And so I think that's the goal of all of this. Right. Because, like I said, we are going to have PvP competitions for people who have like common um, and um, like common and uncommon decks. Right. And so that way, um, you know, people who can't necessarily participate and get the full amazing stuff. We'll have amazing competitions for that as well. But we always want to be inclusive in in the different, I think, creating different tiers um, of gameplay as well. So that way, too, um, you know, somebody who doesn't have all of those fancy things, um, you know, there can be competitions uh, for that. And I've seen that done um, in, some other, in, in some other games, and I really liked how they had like they even had like a gen one deck that you could only play with those gen one decks, you know, and then they had other ones where they were, um, you know, if if your tiers were a certain level and then if your tiers were like a higher tier, you know, then you played against people in those tiers as well. Um, and then you can just have like full on free free for all um, like uh, yearly um, uh, competitions as well. And again, what's cool is um, because we have the the community um dow that we're going to set up it'll have um a, a, a very large portion of the watchers earning that stardust so we'll be able to use the stardust token that the community fund is earning for these prize pools right so we don't have to worry about any of that kind of stuff because it's going to continue to uh to be able to earn those kind of things to be able to put those prize pools out there as well um 
Yeah, so if there's no other questions, I think we've we've covered a lot. And I'm really, like I said, I'm really excited about the Fallen. I think they're just really cool. Um, and they just go down a whole different kind of storyline. Um, and of course, right now, it's more like just the here and now on if you want to start stacking that Stardust. You know, and again, if you burn your Watcher, you lose the, the O token mining as well. That's why a lot of people are doing, they're splitting their collection. Um, and then there are those extra perks too. You know, if you want to have, um, you know, four watchers or four fallen, you'll get dropped like the chests and things like that that are really cool too. And, and those are just the Genesis chests, right? We'll have other types of chests that'll come out. The Genesis chests are definitely here for those early people who've been stacking, who've been uh, participating and supporting everything that we've been doing from the beginning. You know, we, we really want to have a lot of cool special things that are very collectible um, uh, for for people who are here and participating in that. So Thank you guys so much for coming out. I really appreciate, um, you know, I'm trying to do these spaces more often. Um, like I said, uh, I'll probably, um, last week too, I did one on Monday uh, and we did one on Friday. And I think the following Monday we did one too. Uh, so, you know, we did one today and I think I'm going to schedule one again for this Friday to uh, to go over a few things. I might go over the pets uh, in a lot of ways. It just depends on where we're at with staking um, because there are mechanics too that I want to go over. So the community is uh, fully aware of some of the things that we're, some of the changes we're making, um, but it's all good changings that um, anyone who's really participating in this ecosystem will benefit heavily from, and it'll definitely shy away from the people who are coming in to just farm and dump on us. And, and, and I think the pets are just going to be an awesome aspect to all of this that will uh, we'll all really, they'll just, they're going to be a lot of fun. So um, yeah, thank you guys. Thank you so much for being here. And Terra Spaces, again, uh, please, y'all, you know, like, support, and share everything that they do. Uh, and, uh, you know, get with your, uh, you know, if you're part of the Juno community or wherever else, get with them to bug them about helping to fund Terra Spaces because, uh, you know, documenting and, and keeping track of this, everything historically is so valuable and important. And uh, we're grateful that somebody's actually doing it. So with that, I'll play you out with, um, I really like the challenge. I think it's a pretty dope song. I just wish, you know, it all didn't sound so grumbly, but I don't care. I'm still going to do it anyway because um, I love the tunes and I think y'all do too. So I'm going to play it out. Uh, y'all have a good one and I'll see you in the Discord and in Twitter. Take care. Thanks for checking out another episode of the Ether. That was the Owlies NFT and O NFT community call, the Fallen Mint, Potions, and more. Recorded on Monday, December 12th, 2022. For TerraSpaces.org, I'm Finn. Thanks for listening. And if you want to keep listening, head on over to terraspaces.org slash donate and show some support. Now, with Spark IBC enabled. Sneaking through back alleys on a little cosplay. Broadway all day, looking like the wrong way. Resuscitating major players in the waiting room. Sifting through the paperwork while I be debating fools. Breaking rules, breaking bad, like we always wait for doom. Slayed a few in my early years, often hit the shroom. Sitting in the dark, waiting for the daily news to let us know what we should believe as the latest truth. Stay aloof, writing rhymes in the studio. Trying to keep it well lit, like filming a movie role. Sorting through support from your endorsement. Of course, we're tripping balls, handed reports in. The latest proof ain't a way to move, change the view. Just a bunch of pack of heads living in a chicken coop. Picking at the dinner, finger licking like the plate is gizzle. Kick it for a minute, then show me what that thing could do. Two plus two. Show me what that thing could do. Two plus two. Show me what that thing could do. Two plus two. Show me what that thing could do. Two plus two.
she always gets the best of me When I kick it in the lab, messing with new recipes Gotta mix and match, flip the latch, letting rhythm scratch No shit, spitting facts with my vision smash Big trip aristocrats, dishing out a list of trash Missing wisdom, this fish is too big to catch Better let the missus know where you hit the stash Watch your next step, bro, before you hit the traps Walking on eggshells, tripping over landmines And I'm about done dealing with these damn lies Man, I'm looking at this planet like a franchise Chastised into digging holes in the back nine The latest proof ain't a way to move Chase a view, just a bunch of pecker heads Living in a chicken coop Picking at the dinner finger, licking like the plate is good So kick it for a minute, then show me what that thing could do Two plus two Show me what that thing could do Two plus two Show me what that thing could do Two plus two Show me what that thing could do Two plus two